and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today, we're back with some very special ladies. We have not done an episode about them in many, many moons. It's Kitty and their sophomore release, Oracle. We're talking all about them on today's episode. But first, we have to dive into a bunch of new segments, Jenny. We're mm-hmm. doing a, a couple, some different things here. F- we have a new, I think these are all brand new segments, or no, a couple of these are two new, two new segments. The first one is called, Who's Revolutionizing Guitar Recording? Who's Revolutionizing Guitar Recording? Who is? Who else but one Will Putney. Putney! STL Tonality, Will Putney, has put together an incredible guitar plug-in suite. He spent over a year developing what he believes is the absolute best guitar software that exists today for modern music. The depth, density, presence, and feel of these amps, cabs, and pedals is mind-blowing, he couldn't be happier to release such a quality product. It is the next level. It is the future of guitar software, according to the fireman himself. I don't know what any of that means, but if Putney says it, I'm going to follow him. We I all know. It. We all know the manifier Will Putney was trained at the right hand of the machine, a.k.a. machine. Machine. <laughs> Machine, also known as Machine. Yeah. The yeah, Machine, yeah, yeah. a.k.a. Machine. And, uh, yeah, so if he's built this thing, use it. If you're in a band, Jenny, we just talked about it in last week's episode, Mitch's band, Hawk mm-hmm. and Son, getting back together, yeah. reuniting, playing two gigs. Are they working on new music? I don't think they're Can working you on new music, but, I mean, I could always encourage Mitch to get this Putney situation going. Just saying, take it to the next level. Who better to learn from than the man of fire? The man of fire. The man of fire. <laughs> I'm gonna wake him up when I get home. Hey, 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 hey! Get out of bed. I gotta show you something. It's really important. <laughs> <laughs> this is Will Putney. <laughs> yeah, I know you have to work in the morning. Shut the fuck up. Look at this. Yeah, he <laughs> produced that My Ticket Home record. Right, you know the one that <laughs> we all loved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. I'll do that. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, um, he has this software for guitar tone. Here's the thing. Have you ever heard guitar tone like this? Like, no. No, I guess not. Do you want modern guitar tone? Like the best that there is? I don't know. Cabs, amps, you know what those are. <laughs> Putney's got the best ones. Yeah. He'll appreciate this. I mean, God, he's just, how could he fall even more deeply in love with me? <laughs> <laughs> Who has the money for the gear when you can buy that sweet software, baby? Yeah. All right. Well, I know what I'm doing when I get home. There you have it. The next segment we have, who's looking for the truth? Who's looking for the truth? Who is? Well, Scribble is. Scribble yeah. sent us Big J Okerson on the Opie Show talking about Craig Gass's infamous corn three-way story. So he sent the sent this to us in a DM. And for one, I was stunned to find out that 
if you listen to our rock and pot episodes, comedian Craig Gass came on the show, told us a story about having a three-way at a Corn Lincoln Park show. That was not the first time that he told that story, you guys. That was not an exclusive for us. Wow. Not exclusive. Not exclusive. <laughs> Inexclusive. 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 So, <laughs> so um, on the Opie show, which I didn't know that oh, the Anthony of the equation had gone away. Mm. Yes. Um, okay. Mm. There was a bitter separation. It's a whole oh. thing. And believe okay. you me, we don't want any part of it. Fair enough. So uh, this was a 29-minute YouTube video of Big J Ogerson, who in the famed story is the car owner that uh, the owner of the vehicle that Craig Gass has the three-way inside. Uh, he goes on the Opie show with a couple other comedians who are all laughing and carrying on, and they basically play back Craig Gass telling this story, and then. Big J will pause it and then correct them. And um, I went in being like, wait a minute. What didn't happen? And the most surprising part of it is the three-way actually happened. Hmm. That's the most surprising part. Like Big J's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely had sex with those three women. On 100%. But all this other stuff... The that didn't happen. The cops the- were different. Yeah. Um, he he really, Big J really goes into Craig on not really knowing any famous people. Um, he really. What? Uh, oh, yeah. He really takes him to test and says basically, yeah, he doesn't really know any of the guys in corn. He sort of just like knows like a, a guy on like the crew. And <laughs> yeah. And um, so, yeah, it's uh, if you've got 29 minutes to spare. It's a uh, it's a it's a shot by shot takedown where yeah it's it's uh it's uh yeah it's a, basically a commentary track for it where someone just says nope that didn't happen let me stop you right there let me stop you right there, um it was illuminating I watched the whole thing thank you for sending it to me to us scribble um and uh, I don't think I need to hear that story ever again. But he fucked two chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, well, all right, Jenny, what's our next segment? That's going to be who's touring. Who's touring? Who is? It's uh, we got Alex Day says, uh, forget Limp Biscuit. This is the tour of the year, and it looks like Power Man 5000 is doing a Tonight the Stars Revolt 20th anniversary tour. Oh, baby. Oh, oh baby. baby. So. They are covering a lot of the U.S. Colorado Springs, you're getting hit. Chesterfield Township, Michigan. Don't you dare. You're getting hit. What? What is in Chesterfield Township, Michigan? One of the most incredible rock and roll venues, Diesel Concerts Detroit. What? I don't know what that is, but that's where they're playing. I've never heard that. It's in, Chesterfield t- it's in Chesterfield Township. Is that where um, Mushroom Head played that one time and people were messaging us like, hey, they're playing like, <laughs> like Mount Clemens or something. Diesel's I, I've never heard I don't, of I'm that. looking it up. I don't know. All right. Matt's looking it up. They're also playing Battle Creek at the Music Factory. They're hmm. playing the Twisted Spokes Saloon in Peckin, Illinois. They're playing uh, Foo Bar in St. Louis. Love Foo Bar. They're playing the Scout Bar in Houston. Ooh. 
in Austin, they're playing Come and Take It Live. That's a venue. They're playing the Rock Box in San Antonio. They're playing Trees in Dallas. And they're closing out the tour in Lubbock, Texas on July 5th at Jake's Sport Cafe and Backroom. Wow. I hope they're okay. Hey, man. You know it's going to be a hot show because they're going to be dropping all the hits. That's true. I, I got to say, uh, this venue looks pretty legit. Okay, good. Um, it's a it's a pretty good mid-sized theater. I would think Emerald Ballroom. Mm. Okay. About okay. that size. Maybe a little bit smaller. I've seen a show right. at the Emerald Ballroom. I was I offered have... cocaine at the Emerald Ballroom. Hey, now. I declined it. Good, good girl. Thank you. That's uh, right, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I said no to coke at the Emerald Ballroom. Right, my dad. Uh, would be so proud. It is also another big 20th anniversary announcement. This one just announced today as we record this podcast. Mm, that's right. Incubus. Oh, Tim K is going to just launch to Mars when he sees Oh, my this. Lord. Make He's... yourself 20th anniversary tour. Get out of here. 39 cities. Whoa. 39 cities. They start in September. Everybody's starting in Denver. But they're playing the Fillmore Auditorium. A little bigger venue. A little bit. Uh, they're playing the Fox Theater in Detroit on October 16th. The Fox? That's the very Fox. classy. It's going to be a fancy show. Wear your best. Wear your best open shirt, no undershirt underneath. Uh, to that show. Oh, they're, they're playing Heinz Hall in Pittsburgh? This is classy. This is a classy one. They're playing the Louisville Palace on November 15th. This is... This is uh, the openers for this tour include Dub Trio, Wild Bell... And Les Boucherettes, who I have seen a couple of times open for Death From Above and at the drive-in. So there you go. If you want to see Tim K, very excited, head on over to any of those dates. He's, he's going to follow them. I'm pretty sure he's going to do it like a Grateful Dead thing. Finally, we need to talk about a band. We need to talk about a band that, I'm going to use a little hyperbole now, is the most important band in the world right now. Wow. Sent to me by Chris Freeman the other night. Sent to us, I should say. He said, hey, check this band out. They're called Three Teeth. They got a song called American Wasteland. I watched this video. Changed my fucking life. Jenny, did you watch the video? I did. What'd you think? Uh, It was doing <laughs> extra. I would just call it extra credit all around. It's a lot going I, on yeah. here. I was impressed by the budget. I was impressed by the mustache of the lead singer. Most of all, I was impressed that, as I said to you in the text, I can't believe this is a song that came out now for an album that hasn't come out yet. It's What is the name of this song? American Wasteland. American Landfill? Uh, American Landfill. Oh, I wrote it down wrong. It okay. is American Landfill. Should I play a little bit of it? I think you need to. Yeah, probably. It's a man humping a brain.
dark dystopian society. A lot of stuff going on here. In the 90s, they would have called this video cyber. Factory, Rammstein vibe. They've got it in spades. Oh, yeah. I read their Wikipedia. Mm, How much cred do these guys have? Rammstein handpicked them to open for them. Tool said, you, you're coming to open for us. It follows. If they can match what they're doing in this video... This video, for one, I saw this video and I said, don't show this to Burton. He's going to get mad. He's going to look at this and be like, this is what we should have done with Obsolete 98. They're doing it. This is what we're talking about. It's literally like they took the script to Obsolete and we're like, we're making it. We're doing it. We got lasers. We got robot guys. I love it. Um, quick caveat. I listened to some of their other songs. Don't like them, but I like that one. <laughs> All right. Hey, fair enough. Uh, hey, man. Yeah. Um, they also have another video where uh, there's a woman who's a suspension artist. If you guys are familiar with what that is. Oh, yes. Yeah. And um, I could not watch all of that video. Um, That's yeah. the old Hellraiser hooks and skin shit. Right? Oh, boy, man. I don't know. I just can't do it. And, you know, she seemed happy. She seemed fine with it. And I was like, that's good for you. But I got to go. I got to go, meaning I'm going to close this browser window. <laughs> and uh, stop jerking off. <laughs> oh, never. Oh, no, 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 There's no, one no. thing we know about no. Warren, that he never stops jerking off. <laughs> no. But he made an exception for this. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. Oh, no. Let I'm sorry. Put this away. <laughs> I'm putting this away. I don't want you to make new holes. <laughs> Oh, God. Cool. I think it's Oh, I'm sorry. Did I yes and too much? <laughs> All right, that's it for whatever that segment was. All of those things. <laughs> Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. The album of the week, Oracle by Kitty. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album came out on October 30th, 2001. That is... Just in the come down. Just in the come down. Oh, wow. Just missed it um jenny history with oracle and maybe a quick recap of your history with kitty um i liked brackish i thought kitty was cool um oracle i don't have any history with um yeah it was pretty much just like i think many people a 
a first kitty record person. Um, and really to, to that end, it was just the hits for me. Uh, how about you? Uh, yeah, so I uh, owned uh, Spit, the first Kitty album, um, which, quick reminder, is in the new metal canon. And uh, so when this one came out, I was like, okay, let's uh, let's see what we got. And I watched uh, the video for the first single, and I was immediately like, nope, I'm, I'm out. This is, not, this is not what I'm interested in. Like, no offense. Like, I'm not like, this is the worst thing ever here. Just like, this is not what I'm into. October of 2001 boy man i know what i was listening to i'll list them right off real quick pod satellite rival schools ben folds rock in the suburbs mm. sloan pretty together system of a down toxicity that's what i was that's what was going on for me in october 2001 that's what's up yeah so yeah so i don't yeah i um didn't yeah i heard a little bit of that single and then didn't hear anything else uh matt nas i i don't know oracle my uh history with kitty pretty much begins and ends with the spit all right uh jenny who's in kitty on this album on this album we have morgan lander on vocals guitar and piano mercedes lander on drums and Talena atfield on bass Indeed. Kitty is a trio on this album. They made this album um, after guitarist Fallon Bowman left in August of 2001. I don't know if that time... I, I, I don't know if that timing is right there. August... I mean, if they she left in August. The album came out in October. But basically, she said that when they were making this... Uh, I'm sorry. She said Morgan said that when they were making this album, uh, they had uh, not written anything in four or five years, stating that everything they'd written before they'd wrote when they were like 14 years old. And they were listening to bands like Nirvana, Silverchair, and Alice in Chains. Now we listen to stuff like Cannibal Corpse and Nile. Mm-hmm. Mm. Explaining the album title, Morgan said, An Oracle Speaks of Truth and sort of foresees the future. Uh, this album was debuted at number 57 on the Billboard Top 200, selling 30,000 copies. By the end of December, it had sold 115,000 units in the United States. And by the end of 2002, it had sold 225,000 units in the U.S. We should also mention we are inadvertently continuing a Canadian theme on the show, um, last week's Canadian band Finger Eleven, and once again Kitty, also Canadian. Jenny, producer. That's gonna be our boy, Garth Garth Richardson. Garth is back behind the boards, helping out again. Garth's resume is storied. He did the first Kitty record. He did, I think, the first Mudvayne. Does that sound right? I think so. And most important, he did the first Rage Against the Machine. Garth's resume speaks for itself. And uh, Jenny, genre, these genre tags, we got a new one. I don't think we've ever had this one before. First genre tag, death metal. What? Second genre tag, new metal. Oh. And I don't think Garth did the Mudvayne record. No? Okay. Sorry. All right. He definitely did the first Rage, though. That's right. Okay. Yes. I just wanted to correct. Thank you. Before Keeping anybody on... got there. Oh <laughs> man. I don't need honest. I don't need that shit from anybody. 
I have a physical copy in front of me here. Uh, this was a big thrift. I got it on eBay from user Trancer666 for a sweet $4.74. Not bad. That How was, was the buck, shipping? Was that it free? was a buck ninety nine plus two seventy five shipping. Okay, it's not bad. Not bad. Um, I like this album cover. It's very okay. visceral. It's like a—is this a burning rose with a jar inside or a jar on top of it? I guess so. I didn't see the rose thing until oh, you mentioned it. Oh, oh wait, it looks like a rose, but when you open it up inside, you actually realize that it's a jar placed on top of an X-ray of a pelvis. Right. It looks like someone boofed a jar, by which I mean shoved it up their vagina. Classic <laughs> boof situation. <laughs> so, Is that what that's called, boofing? Uh, you yes. know what? Yes. And the only reason I know that is because um, there's a recent boof. Yeah. Is there? Yeah, I heard boofing for the like the first time in a long time within the last like six days. I learned it from my friend Muriel's mom. She we were like going to a show and she's like, Oh, you guys gonna boof a Jay? And we thought that she was calling it like like smoking a joint, like boofing a Jay. I didn't realize until many years later what she was actually saying to us. You're gonna, maybe are boof, you guys Maybe boofing's coming back. Wait, so what she's like, are you guys going to shove a jar in your vagina at the show? No, she was asking it, like about like a, a marijuana cigarette. Oh, and you're going to keep it hidden. She doesn't call jars oh. J's. <laughs> oh, you're right. As far right. as yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I don't think boofing is specific to the jar. I think it's just... So boofing is on... It's making a comeback. That's good information, Matt. I'm going to start saying boof again. So we've got a boof okay. jar. Mm-hmm. And we've got, it looks like a, a nail that has gone through a hand. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, then we have uh, what looks like an x-ray of a chest cavity with some uh, clothespins in it uh, that are, I guess, on fire. And uh, and then we have a shot of uh, a butcher knife uh, holder in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then we see the butcher knife overlaid a spinal cord. Mm-hmm. I mean, this all feels pretty metal to me. Album artwork concept by Morgan. All right. So there you have it. And then uh, this is this back uh, photo here, the band, the red on black very i mean very goth that's that's it's goth that's yeah that's that's heavy oh yeah that's something special for sure that's Mm. a filter that would go up on my myspace page for sure absolutely um and i included um this there i got a the sticker was still affixed to the front of the cd here it refers this as oracle the crushing follow-up to spit from kitty that's right winner of the metal edge readers poll Best new band of the year, female performer of the year, the next big thing. And then in tiny, tiny, tiny font, it says, our hearts go out to the victims of the tragedy in the USA on September 11, 2001. Kitty. 2001, man. Wild times. Wild times. Uh, I think I think we so, covered everything. Yeah, I'm at boofing. To my understanding, is 
<laughs> is ingesting drugs through your b-hole. Oh, it's your butt. Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought it. Wow. I got the wrong <laughs> hole. That's oh, my me. God. But if you sploof a boof. <laughs> sploof a boof. Smoking a J through your butt? Yeah. I have never heard it's that like before. It's like butt chugging. Oh, yeah. You oh, get I have heard of faster. I don't. I. Okay. I'm not going to put weed up my butt, but I don't think that would work. You can't just like put weed up your butt. Hey, man. Just like a nug. Well, you just a nug suppository? I don't know. You'd have to like put it in some sort of oil or something, right? That'd be weird. I don't wait, know. so wait, so we're talking like taking CBD like CBD in my bee hole? <laughs> I mean, there's CBD lube. There's like weed lube. Yeah, let's get wasted. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. I feel less, like that would let's test how thin these membranes are, baby. <laughs> I don't know. That strikes me as a. Uh, I mean, because isn't that like a relax? I mean, isn't that a relaxer? Isn't I mean, the purpose you're trying. It's not for like a. I mean, uh, as a lady. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I've, all right. It's just. I think that that makes sense. I mean, it's not like it's gonna like. <laughs> Make your dick fall off or something. <laughs> well, I'm not worried about that. What, is this is turning into the Savage Love cast. <laughs> That's correct. That's we, we should uh, leave man. this to per, the professionals. Uh, <laughs> oh, speaking of professionals, uh, this album was reviewed by a variety of press. Alternative Press being one, who gave it a four out of five. Blender gave it a two out of five. Enemy five out of ten. Q Magazine two out of five. Rolling Stone two and a half. Spin. Seven out of ten, and the mother fucking dean of American rock critics, Robert Christgau. Mm. Robert Christgau showed up. Jenny, what did what did what did Robert have to say? He said, "When they are good, they are horrid. Wait, when they are good, they are horrid. Yeah, and then one star." And he liked two songs, "Run Like Hell" and "What I Always Wanted." And I believe Star is honorable mention, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I think you might be right. Yeah. I think, yeah, because there's two songs he liked. So if he liked two songs on it, then then yes. he uh, yeah. So he viewed this as a step up from Spit, which he gave a C+. All right. All right. Well, what the heck? Let's jump in. First song. Titular track, Oracle. that I didn't activate the pit there. I was too busy getting murdered in the wall of death that this song would <laughs> inspire. We are rocking. <laughs> this is 
certainly aggressive. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What a way to kick things off. Two minutes, really, of come get some hands. Really. Like, just, oh, my gosh. This isn't, I wrote in my notes, intense. It is intense. Jenny, what you what you think of this one? Uh, I thought it was all right. I liked it. Um, it is definitely more in the death metal zone than the new metal zone for me. Um, but I liked it. I thought it was all right. I could definitely see that they were wearing some heavier influences on this. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Uh, I liked yeah, it. I love the kick drum. I love the screams. I'm more and I'm more and that's the thing I'm older I'm more into screams now so I was more on board with this songmeanings.com commenter oxygen wasting loser oh boy there said I'm I'm glad kitty ditched that teeny bopper shit from spit and started writing halfway listenable songs like this one and the rest on oracle I see this as being about standing up for yourself and doing unto others what they've done to you probably not though hmm well, I'll tell you who didn't like this, our old friend Tool APC. There he is. Said, Oxygen wasting loser, fuck you. Spit was not teeny bopper shit. And Oracle is more than halfway listenable songs. They are entirely listenable songs. <laughs> Take your ignorance elsewhere, you stupid fucking ass bag. Yeah, buddy. They should have put entirely uh, listenable on God must have spent a little more time with you, baby. <laughs> that is the most incredible. They're not halfway listenable. They're entirely listenable. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking ass bag. I did find uh, Oracle to be entirely listenable, the song. So that is uh, great news. Are we Absolutely. ready? We're ready, baby. All right. <laughs> uh, Mouthful of Poison is up next. I've been run over by a vicious truck. <laughs> yeah, are you all right? What, did oh you swallow Lord. that mouthful of poison? I got a whole mouthful, and it's on my chin. It's all over the place. All this poison. Give me a napkin. Mm. Wow. Don't boof that poison. Yeah, the young man <laughs> needs a wet nap. 
Don't put it in your butt. Please don't poof that poison. Do not don't, poof the poison. Don't poof the poison. You know what? So thinking back on that genre tag, death metal and new metal, that this really is a mix of that. You've got these what I only can think of as death metal screams. These aren't new metal screams. Mm-mm. But that's chug. There's so much chug. There are smooth girls. Smooth girl vocals. And then these and then the lyrical content is top tier vicious new metal shit. Consider yourself now my friend enemy number 1. Mm. You are bound and gagged. Sacred circle broken trust. Dang. <sighs> Sacred circle broken trust. I can't hear I you wonder scream. If that's aimed at anybody. That is the great question. Everybody is like, is this about Fallon leaving? Is this about Fallon leaving? However, thematically, it fits with a lot of the songs on the first Kitty record. And the fact that Fallon later rejoined the band at their big anniversary special show, I think it was last year, year before. I feel like if they made a whole album of songs or even an album with a bunch of songs about her that were this vicious, I don't know. Jenny, what do you think? I I think it could just be about so many things. It, it's like a logical leap to think it's about Fallon, but I don't really think so. Yeah. At this point, they have seen a lot of success with spit so whatever they're writing i mean it could be about anybody it could mm-hmm. be about anybody anybody um but i mean i wrote my notes i mean you can feel morgan is not kidding she's she's pissed about betrayal um there's this weird modulation over the last 50 seconds of the song that i it's a choice that i don't really understand i, I don't know what do you, what did you think jenny I I went into this with no expectations, so I guess I, I wasn't really into it, but it didn't bother me that much. Okay. I was more trying to like parse out what kind of music I was listening to mm-hmm. here. Um songmeanings.com. Um couple good com uh comments, but my favorite one is from Backstreet Bean, who said this song reminds me of a situation. My best friend had this other friend in me and her never got along but we were friends just because of my best friend but after a while she started talking crap about me and my best friend the backstabbing wasn't pretty and it even caused me and my best friend to fight and then she got me jumped and when i heard this song it reminded me of how me and this girl were friends and then she messed it up and how i wanted to get back at her for what she what she had done now her mouth is full of poison Ooh. hmm Oof. there it is there it is she got her jumped She got her jumps, so she's like, here's a mouthful of poison. Don't put it in your butt. Could have been from Westland. Please don't boof. People don't get boof. jumped all the time. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People were fucking weird. <laughs> they oh, were just wow. like, I'm going to go beat the shit out of you. It wasn't like that yeah. in your neighborhood? It was not like that. No, not really. I'm I not think saying there was more... like Westland were like the mean streets. It was just like mm. kind of like trashy. There were there were insinuations of like someone might fuck you up later, but then it'd be like, did, did that happen? No, that didn't happen. You know, 
Um, it was always like, would there be a fight? There might be a fight. Uh, the fight didn't happen. So I definitely avoided several fights, but my mm. best friend did legitimately get jumped one time at a party. Ooh. She called someone a fat bitch, and then they beat the shit out of her. And I felt uh. really bad because I ditched her. I ditched oh. her that day. I was oh, like, boy. I'm not hanging out with you. And then she got um, literally stomped on and went to my parents' house and had like a footprint on the back <sighs> of her shirt. Oh, Which wow. isn't funny, but she's fine now. She has a beautiful family, a great career. She's doing wonderful. She's a great mother. She's fine. <laughs> Which just goes to show you can be jumped <laughs> yeah. can and be everything jumped. can turn out okay. If you've it's been fine. jumped, you might be okay. Uh, let's keep going. Uh, the next song <laughs> is called In Winter. Wait for it, Matt. sound good but i don't i'm not really feeling the the smooth and harsh vocals together on this song like i'm not i'm just not really feeling it very much um it kind of takes me out of it i think like i could go for a smooth boy i could go for a harsh boy but I, there's something about this song that just kind of feels like trying to smash two different songs or two different genres together for me. Uh, what did you think, Lauren? Uh, I like this one a lot. It gave me more of a spit vibe. Um, for one, I'm just impressed that Morgan is as strong a singer as she is a screamer. It, it Honestly, <laughs> this is going to sound really bad, but I was like, Morgan is as good a singer as she is a screamer as the guy in Suicide Silence is not as good at either. <laughs> well, yeah. And what was really interesting to me is that they're a trio now. This song sounds huge. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole album sounds really big in comparison to how they sounded on Spit. I, th- I thought the transition to The Screams was actually pretty perfect. I thought they nailed it with this one. I don't know if it needs to be five minutes and 32 seconds. But I was I was on board. Matt Nas? I was going to ask this question 
Do you think they're a little ahead of the curve? Meaning, like, I'm not hearing as much new metal as I once did. They got the these other harsher elements going for them. It kind of seems like they're trying to go forward and not everybody's there with them in a 2001 sense. I mean, they, the release time of this album is woefully sad. Like nobody wanted this in October of 2001 from a North America standpoint. Yeah. I do wonder if they had made another album that was more in the spit vein and then made this transition. If maybe uh, they would have, I don't know, been more popular. It's tough to stay, uh, tough to say. I mean, on top of the fact that they're already, you know, dealing with the inherent, you know, sexist bias of the fact that they're, you know, considered a chick band because they're all women. So that's something that they're, you know, facing an uphill battle in a very bro centric genre. That's true. I think it's good. This song just didn't like work for me. Um, and I'm sure they're all very hurt by that. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Kitty's not the only person fighting an uphill battle. Songmeanings.com. <laughs> that, that is really messed up. Says, will somebody, anybody tell me what this song is about? I'd really appreciate it. Not to be left alone. Kitty Cat came in and said, this song is so beautiful. I'm going to take a blind guess right on the spot. Um, you somehow fall or something in your life goes wrong and you're really hurt physically, mentally, or both. And you cry for help, but no one will listen to you. So you hide your feelings. After a while, you bottle it up inside you, hiding behind glass. You can't let it get you down or else the worst will happen. All those feelings you kept inside will make you want death to come. And the cold winter just means that you feel cold and alone. I guess... Oh, LOL. Boy. This is probably my favorite song as of now. <laughs> uh, thank you, Kitty Cat. Thank you uh, so much. I felt like I was there as Kitty Cat thought of this. The, the putting in the um, it just yeah. really. Um, I guess uh, I'll take a stab at it if you're forcing me to. Songmeetings.com, place that I went voluntarily. <laughs> uh, all right. Up next. We've got Severed.
crushing. Crushing. This is has has anyone ever been chugged to death just by so much chug and clunky bass that they're just like, I can't. Ah! And that's it. it that's the be. last they heard of them. Might be. Might be to this song. This oh. is this is weird because it's there there is I felt like there was a lot of new in this song. Um it's like this it feels like a weird line of being like too new metal for true death metal fans mm-hmm. and too heavy for your standard issue like new metal fan. Yeah. That's why I was thinking like they're a little bit ahead of the curve. Yeah. For maybe a traditional new metal fan. Yeah, cuz I suppose now when we listen to bands that are having a take on new metal it is often heavier in this way right so i think you're right about that well i I, like i said like i heard this i heard the single from this album which starts off with screams and i was like oh no that's not for me not at all but then look at somebody look at the newer bands that are doing like a new metal core sound you know they're mixing they're mixing incredibly harsh screams with smooth boys or even look at the uh the gentleman in my ticket home Mm -hmm. uh they're doing the same thing um i heard the producer of that album has a guitar rack thing he does it's an excellent product it's an excellent product jenny is going to wake up mitch tonight and say (laughs) cabs amps sounds sounds cabinets (laughs) not our kitchen cabinets sound cabinets (laughs) I'm not turning uh, them old timey. Heads, <laughs> yeah. amps, mm. orange, sun, uh, Mar- other Marshall, Peavy, Gibson, uh, uh, Dan Electro, <laughs> yeah, volume knobs, SWV, plugs, plugs the plug in, heavy, <laughs> carry them, people, uh, pedal board, pedal Rodies. board. Oh, he's got a pedal board. Line oh, yeah? Six. Big Muff. Ooh, Is that what it's called? Harmonics. Fuzz, fuzz pedal. Yeah, I'm going to yell a lot of terms at him <laughs> several <laughs> times throughout the night. I'm going to gather all of the stuff that I've heard people complain about over the year. I've been like, totally, totally. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, yeah. How can you keep your tone? Dude, that guitar tone. <laughs> got me hard <laughs> what what i don't know i'm sorry i'm sorry i've been boofing all night. <laughs> i would boof that guitar tone if i could give me highest <laughs> if i could put that guitar tone in my, my asshole let me tell you <laughs> you know what uh, i like severed though i do want to say i liked yeah song. i, I like the song too i, I thought it's it cool the thing that is really interesting about it is though is that these songs are sort of unrelentingly brutal and they don't hold anything back. You cannot say that Kitty is at all half-stepping on this one. Um, songmeanings.com, uh, a couple good comments. Um, Sunshine underscore Arakan uh, said that she asked Morgan on the Kitty board what the added lyrics were, and they are as follows. At the start, she says, look at you now, you selfish bitch. And at the end, she says, look at you now. You're alone. Admit you brought this on yourself. Mm. Straight from Morgan. And then Quickstep said, 
reminds me of a friend I used to have. The selfish, arrogant bitch lied to me. Now you're severed. Wow. There it is. <laughs> That'll mm. get you. My mom That'll could have written that. Mm. My mom hates liars mm. and thieves. Did your mom ever think about starting a new metal band? Um, God, I hope not. My that step, would be, my stepdad, uh, my stepdad mm. does play the drums in bands that are mostly covers, some originals. So I bet if they started playing, you would want to do what the next song suggests. Yes, that's right. Uh, Run like hell, which is a Pink Floyd cover. It's coming, Matt. for the whole song yeah definitely um yikesers (sighs) this comment section think about all the great battles in the world the recently on game of thrones you know the living versus the dead this is more intense than that you haven't seen kitty fans versus pink floyd fans wow oh my where to even start jenny i think we just start at the top okay Kitty just spits 420. This song is hot. It's better than the Pink Floyd version. Sorry to Pink Floyd fans, but you know it's better. All caps, smiley emoji. Baby Smacks comes in and says, Kitty does an awesome cover of this. I'm glad their new CD is so much better. And I'm glad they decided to change so they don't fucking suck anymore. Pink Angel 016. This song is not even fucking better than Pink Floyd's. You should be shot for saying that shit. Morbid Angel comes in and says, this cover version is a lot better than Pink Floyd's version in my view, but we are all entitled to our opinions. I love Kitty a lot. They're an inspiration to me, and I can say that this song always gets me riled up for anything. 
It's just the feeling it gives me. Kitty Rock, enough said. I love you, Talena. Woo, okay, that's enough. He, 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 he. Morbid Angel. Ah, <laughs> uh, Chloe says, no, you're a moron for dissing people's opinions. Get the hell over it and stop acting like the idiot on the other side of the computer screen. Sticking out tongue emoji. Corn Kitty 606 says, all you Pink Floyd fans need to shut up and respect our opinions of we like Lily Liddy's version than that us. <laughs> Anywho, wow, this song's freaking awesome. And then all of a sudden you think, okay, lines are drawn, Matt. You got Kitty fans on one side. We know who they're rooting for. We got Pink Floyd fans on the other side. We know who they're rooting for, right? Right. Slaphead54, I'm a fan of Pink Floyd, but I think Kitty does a much better job at this song. Whoa. Anarchy, traitors, Benedict Arnold's, no one can be trusted. Lines right. crossed. Yeah, and after that, we get backup <sighs> dork that just starts <laughs> calling people retarded and then it just kind of devolves from there just gets worse Uh, at one point no you people are retarded at one point hindenburg the actual (laughs) hindenburg shows up itself the dirigible and and says all caps you are fucking insane if you think it's better than pink floyd's version jesus christ Honey, come outside. Come outside. It's a beautiful day. No, what are you I doing in there? What are you doing outside. in there? What are you, what writing, are you doing? I am writing a very quick comment on this website I love. What could they possibly be talking about? It's a beautiful day outside. You should come outside. They're talking about um, Pink Floyd versus uh-huh. Kitty. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. This band decided to cover Run Like Hell. Uh, neither song, neither side has it right, and I'm tired of it. So I'm just going to call everybody retards. Jesus fucking Christ, and I'm out, okay? Pig Venus 666 is back. Whoa! Oh. Says, Talena is <laughs> I'm hot. in Mushroom Head. Please listen to our yeah. album. <laughs> yes. Says, Talena is hot. It's about sex. <laughs> uh, and Tool Pack, Tool APC, rather, is here. Can't ever read that correctly. Says... I know for a fact that the Pink Floyd version is better, and you know that I'm right. Pink Floyd is ten times better than Kitty, but Kitty does kick ass as well. Zenith says, PF and Kitty are both very good. It should be a sin that you have to choose between them. Except Kitty's new album, Ick, Ick, Ick. That was uh, on January 6, 2005. Hot takes there, and and I don't know. I, I feel like maybe you're ready to move on. I mean, I've got to leave this battlefield. I've got to. I've got to walk <laughs> away. We got to tend our wounds. Yeah. I mean, we've got to tend. Listen, the the bodies just keep piling up. If we just stay here amongst all the shrapnel, I know an argument uh, I never expected to have: Kitty yeah. versus Pink Floyd. And and the battle rages on. Yeah, indeed. All right. Well, something that we're in a lot of right now. The next song is called Pain. I feel your breath 
If you, Matt, if you can go to 219. 219, coming your way. Circle pits and like those Brazilian concerts. Uh, I don't. I just. I just see the uh, the med tent guy just being like, "Who's uh, who's playing tonight? Who who are we, who are we working med tent for?" Kitty. Fuck. I gotta go. I gotta get more bandages. I gotta go get more gauze. You know, everyone here is gonna be boofing. Everyone's boofing for sure. Right. Rule number uh, one of a Brazilian metal concert. Boof. Oh yeah. Boofs. Oh yeah. I, I don't want to be the person I'm about to be. I love oh, that this is coming. Because I comes. knew this was coming. Here this it comes, is here not it comes. this is not ha- that heavy. This is not that heavy. This is like I don't know. I don't think this is bad. I think this is probably fine. But I don't know, like, it feels a little bit cartoonish to me. It feels like it's walking up to the line of what I would, when I think of, like, death metal, this is not, I don't know. It just, like, doesn't quite, there's something about it that feels a little bit paint by number to me. Hmm. Um, okay. That's not to say that it's bad. It's just that, like, if I'm like, oh, hey, like, I'm going to listen to death metal, this to me wouldn't be your first choice. No. And it's like, I don't, I really think, like, I like her vocals a lot. Uh, I like her screams a lot. I think she has a great voice. It's just like, I think, I think I'm, I'm just, it does sound pretty big, but there's just something missing. Like it just doesn't. It doesn't seem that heavy to me. It seems like fake heavy, and mm. uh, I know that's very much just like this isn't real metal. And yeah. and I and I don't want to be that person, but that's kind of what I'm. Feeling. You just gave us metal scene kid. <laughs> I I don't mean to. I'm. I don't think this is bad at all. I just think that like. When they but say I do, like I do know what you're saying. We don't though. listen we don't listen to like Silver Chair anymore. We listen to Cannibal Corpse and Nile now. That's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I see I, mean, I, I think I see know. what you I think I see what you mean. It's because it, you feel it's a bit of a like a bit of like maybe a, a pose or overcorrection of like we want you to know that we're we're way harder than you've heard. And that's what we're trying to go for. I think it's genuinely like we like heavier music than we used to. And this is how it's influenced what we're doing. Yeah. Like what we're into has changed and this is how we're wearing our influence. But they're not their influence. 
Right. Which is heavier than this. And I think that's fine. I just think that for me, I I would not I would I would not choose to listen to this if I was like, I want to listen to a death metal record. Mm-hmm. And if I wanted to listen to a new metal record, I probably wouldn't listen to this either. So I think it's just sort of like walking the line, kind of like what you're saying a little bit ahead of it, or like it's 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 walking a weird line where it just it it loses me a little bit. And it's not that it's bad and I can see I can see why people would like it and listen to it, but I can also see why it got the reception it did because it's it's just walking a weird line and it's not it's not a hundred percent there for me. My thing with it was was that I I enjoyed listening to it. At times though it would sort of fall into just being so aggressive that I was like, oh geez, you know, but it sometimes felt like it was playing against its own, the band's own strengths, um, because you do have someone who can really sing. They're deciding to scream. They're deciding to not necessarily dive into breaking big hooks. And I don't want to get like ahead of it, but I'll just say it now. We often say this album doesn't have a bodies. This album doesn't have a brackish. And that seems by design. I think mm-hmm. they could write one if they wanted to, but they they were like, no, we're not going to do that. You know, we'll tease out, they'll tease out moments in the vocals where you can sort of hear it a little bit, but it seems like they're like, we don't want to do that. We want to be super hard. We're, we're staking a claim here for good or for bad. This is who we are now. All right. Let's keep soldiering forward. Next song, Wolves. Let's go back to that Christ God review real quick. It's not long, so we can reread it. When they are good, they are horrid. And what I really think he means by that is that when they really decide to get really ugly and really venomous is when the album sings and really takes off. But at the same time for me... This is an album that you cannot casually listen to Oracle. You're either 100% engaged or you're repelled. 
and I think that's that's an that's maybe just another hit against it because this one I'd say like on my first listen like driving I was like oh boy I'm really getting battered around here but like sitting down with this record going over these lyrics and then seeing they like, getting to the part where she's nothing comes back like wolves I felt that shit I felt it hmm. and that's true you ever see that movie Hold the Dark don't fuck around with wolves you guys I never have <sighs> don't do it. Don't, don't watch go. it. Oh no, hold the dark is good, but don't fuck around with wolves. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No problem. Yeah. yeah. Don't go boofing and thinking, let's <laughs> fuck around with some wolves. No. Yeah. Don't, don't boof do a it. wolf either. Don't oh absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you boof a you're wolf. Done. You're done. <laughs> yeah. You're done. You're done. <laughs> Rest in peace. Chad boofed a wolf last week. <laughs> yeah. That wolf killed everybody. <laughs> he's he's dead. That's too bad. Oh man. He was a nice guy. Yeah, you wow. should not have boofed that wolf, though. Okay. You need to know better. You, you'd be impressed of how much of the wolf he was able to boof, though. It looked like he had a tail for a minute, and then his body just exploded. <laughs> Hold it. Wait. Wait, I wait. he was making he was the wolf boof. boof. That's no, what I, I thought. But apparently, he put a wolf. Boofed? He boofed a wolf? The wolf? That's what I said. Is it not? <laughs> <laughs> so he stuck the snout in. Got three quarters in and he blew up. Yeah. Yeah. And then the wolf was angry and killed everybody else in the vicinity. Yeah. I would too if I got boofed. Yeah, yeah. If I if I was a wolf and I got boofed, I'd be like, you guys let this happen. It's on. Exactly. That's you watched. That's you what watched. Happened. Yeah. That is what happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like uh when I was in college, uh there was uh there was a fight. And um, <laughs> this involves boofing. <laughs> oh, it does not involve boofing. But uh, yeah, there was a fight uh, by I think like the freshman dorms, and and there was just a bunch of guys fighting, and there was a guy standing on the side watching the fight, and somebody turned to him and said, "Hey," and he goes, "Oh, I'm not part of this." And the guy's like, "This ain't no free show," and he punched him in the face. And uh, that's I think what ha- what would happen with the if you yeah if you boofed a wolf. Yeah. Ain't no free show. Ain't no free show. Ain't no free show. Mm-hmm. All right. Up next. Yes. What I always wanted. this song i got the horns up i got the metal horns up <laughs> go on it's, it's got <laughs> it's got a catchy riff i love the kicks it's simple but effective i love the singing on this album i really do um this one's a bit of a head nodder so that's why you get the horns up still this was the first single but then what else 
could you release as a single? And I mean, can you think of something else you'd release instead? I can think of songs I like better than this one, but maybe not to release as a single. Mm. There isn't really anything on this album that I think has like a... I don't know. Like, there's there isn't anything very catchy on this. Uh, no, I would no. agree. No. So completely. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that's a bad thing. No, but no. it's just. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm still just thrown by the contrast between the smooth vocals and the the rough vocals on this record. Like, I just there's something about it that just like doesn't work for me. I felt that way on this one too. Um, I also would be very curious to see how this um, how this plays live. I feel like she's gotta have because she's the sole vocalist in the band, so clearly we have a level of you know studio magic going on. So she, I guess, somebody else is gonna have to do either you know one or the other. <laughs> uh so uh yeah you know uh i don't yeah like i said the, at the time that the song came out i was like nope sorry moving on uh hearing it now i understand why i thought that but i do like it more um the music video is uh first i want to mention the version that's on youtube pretty rough quality clearly not preserved like the videos of serial joe which of course are in top quality HD because serial serial Joe's managed unnervingly clear that these young boys had sexy nurses around. <laughs> yeah. Them. Oh yeah. There's there's no there's no no doubt about it. But that's because you know somebody's mom was you know behind the scenes making sure she had top quality video of her kids uh, hanging out with sexy nurses. <laughs> right. I don't really have anything else to say about this song. All right. Up next, we've got safe. You're good. I mean, it's it's it's, it's this. basically it's this for most of it. With I think there's a drop at like two fifty eight, um, where it drops a guitar in, but it's basically a piano dirgy boy. Apparently, KMFDM did a remix of this song. Wow. Yeah. What? I've never heard it, but if my people at songmeanings.com are lying to me. Well, I wouldn't be that surprised, but um, I'm just going to go ahead and trust Dark Flame. <laughs> oh, Dark Flame is definitely not lying to you. <laughs> That's a trustworthy username. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it, yeah, there's a lot of interesting comments. Ritalin says, I really can't point one thing this song is about. It is beautiful, though, and very calming. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, Buffy... It's underscore 1983 says i think this song is just about the best on the album it's got a great depressive mellow tone to it and really makes you think i love it i love kitty woohoo woohoo jenny 
Yeah. How respectful of our time is this album? Oh, geez. This album comes in at 47 minutes and 41 seconds. Very respectful. Pretty respectful. Pretty respectful. Pretty respectful. We got a couple songs left here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on. Up next, we've got No Name. <laughs> <laughs> This is a very hot track. Yeah, this is my favorite track on the album. Oh, that this one rips. Yeah, yeah, this is a ripper. Growl into the chug. I wrote growl into the chug. <laughs> growl into the chug. I wrote metal baby because apparently I don't know was feeling like talking like Austin Powers or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Rip open a booth and growl into the chug. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's metal baby. Uh, <laughs> we're all seeing colors at the end of this oh, episode oh man mm-hmm. we really are uh jenny the, your favorite yeah this is my favorite one um there's a comment on songmeetings.com just sometimes it reminds you that it wasn't too long ago that you could just say whatever you wanted um and i don't think that's a good thing for mm. the record but yes uh commenter celery is gross says could be about a relationship also sounds like it might be directed at a manager record company to the person who made the god jesus comparison you are a retard uh there it is you know <laughs> oh boy. Oh songmeetings.com sometimes a vault for things that should not uh exist <laughs> <laughs> or, or just, you know, just don't say that. But don't, yeah, don't do that. Wow, the comment section lit up with that word. Uh, but no name, yeah. Fave song on the album for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of my faves as well. Um, Matt Nas, I like that one a lot. I I do think that if we were to, well, I'll save it. I'll save it. All right. We got one song left, and it is a song called Pink Lemonade. All right, Matt, you're going to need to fast forward to a minute eight before the song actually starts. All right, here we go. Is this sleep? Is this sun? <laughs> Look at us. Look at us with our fuzzed out metal references. What is We this? got one. We all got one. Electric Wizard. There she is. Hey! Oh. 
if you don't mind, we're going to go into the other room and boof for a minute. Sure. I've been boofing this whole time. You oh, wow. Half of your Whoa. possessions are up my butt right now, man. Son of a bitch. I'm sorry. I thought this room was getting progressively <laughs> emptier. A lot of room up there, turns out. Hey, you've got how many miles of colon or lower intestine? <laughs> oh, my colon is fucking I-75, basically, of colons. <laughs> It's very long. Thank you, Oh, man. From from Sioux, Canada to Florida. Jenny's colon. That's my colon. This is exactly the conversation that Kitty imagined people were going to have over (laughs) pink Pink lemonade. Yes. Is there anything else or is it just this dirgy jerge? Um, At 7.45, there's a slight pickup in tempo because it's a 10-minute song. It's very long. All right. I'm good. All right. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter about you. Hey, you know what? We're in your house. Uh, I do. I do want to ask Jenny though. I mean, we we kind of made the joke up top. Is this like a a doom drone metal kind of song? I don't think so. No, not to me. Um, All right. But again, I think that I probably still have kind of like asshole opinions about that kind of stuff. So I'm just gonna own that about mm. myself. Preach. Mm. Uh, to me, it's not. But what did you think? Did you think it was? It it's uh it was too slow and dirgy for me. Like this is like this song is slow. And it was the one thing that like, yeah, this album is forty seven minutes long, respectful of our time, but this last song, every single time, I was like, here we go for ten minutes. This slow ass track. And I haven't listened to a ton of like doom metal drone metal i've listened to a little boris i listened to the boris sun compilation album or group album that is i mean basically nothing but hum yeah and uh not really my uh my speed so i didn't really love this one um i get it as far like thematically like why they would end it this way but it is um I almost feel like the album would need to be longer to really justify it. Because if you cut this song out, then the album is bare, is not even 40 minutes, like 37 minutes long. Yeah. So I feel like you'd almost need to like have like a few more songs and really make this like the cap around like if this was like a, a 60 minute album and this was the last 10 after 50 minutes of like some heavy stuff, I think I'd be more accommodating to it. But I think also having safe... And then having no name come in really hot and then cool it all back down again with this, you know, dirgy boy just uh, didn't really do much for me. Yeah. Well, it's something, I don't know, when you started mentioning that it made me, like Cannibal Corpse came out with a record and I can't remember what year, but it's probably like early mid 2000s it was called kill and they had like a, a sludgy boy on there called infinite misery and it worked um, and like amidst 2006. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I still got it. Uh, but th- to me, this didn't this didn't strike me as like particularly 
doomy. It just seemed like... Want me to play a couple seconds of Infinite Misery? If, if you'd like to, sure. Uh, always, I'm up for it. Just let it... I wonder... Now, I, I know that we're trying to hear this song, but I also have a question about this guitar. Is it possible that I could get, I don't know, a piece of software... Oh, oh. That I might be able to run my guitar through, you know, cabs. Amps? Sure. <laughs> Monitors? Pedals? Oh, Screens? Some, some filters? Pickups? <laughs> Humbuckers? Fingers to use on a guitar? I got a box I like, of them. When you See? can run your filter through your pickup into your amp, Supporting the cab. Who doesn't love that? This does also feel very heavy. Yeah, I, yeah, I actually this, liked this album. I, this album kind of caught some shit because it was like later Cannibal Corpse, but I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, just getting a whiff of that, I was like, oh man, I'm just. This, this is another world. <laughs> this is um, yeah. I'm just a tender boy. I'm not. I'm not built for this Cannibal Corpse life. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all right. I don't know. Uh, this again just kind of like walked that line for me i think i'm just i'm and i'm not even like relative to people i know who are super fucking into metal i am like just scratching the surface Mm. um but i've (laughs) scratched deep enough that this feels like it just is walking a weird line for me that makes me not that into it Mm -hmm. um but i'm proud of them Good for them. And that's uh, that's the album. That's Oracle by Kitty, which means it is now time for... Cannon Talk. Talk about the cannon. Um, I'll start. Uh, this is a rough, bitter album. It's very heavy and rather unrelenting. I don't love it, but I understand it. It feels new metal while exiting the genre. Nothing rappy, no bouncing. Because Kitty came to crush. Uh, I don't think it goes in the canon. Because, yeah, it's it's like... Um, yeah, it's like new metal, I must be going. We had some fun, but I don't... It's, it's, yeah, it's like it has the sounds, but it's walking away from them. It's letting you know at every, every chance it gets. Like, yeah, enjoy this while you can. We're not going to do this very much longer even by the end of this album so yeah so i and and on top of that i don't don't know like we've heard like some really heavy heavy records and this one doesn't feel as essential and frankly i don't like it as much as spit yeah i would agree i think for me this is much heavier than spit i don't like it as much um it's like I've said, walking a line was something I think I'm into deep with to hear like objectively. Like to me, this is, I think I do think no name is really good. And if I had a whole album of that, I might feel differently, but a lot of this just like feels kind of like nerdy to me. I also don't think I could have done better then or now. Um, I don't think it goes in the canon. There isn't anything on it that feels even, I mean, that feels new metal enough to go in there. I think it's 
that all that said, like, I do think it's cool that they went there. And I think that the vocals sound great. And I think that especially for being three piece, they sound like pretty huge. Mm-hmm. Um, the production is good. Garth, baby. Yeah, it's it's a cool album and people seem to like it. It wasn't really for me, but I think Kitty will be just fine with that. Uh, I wouldn't put it in the canon. I agree with you, Lauren. Uh, Matt? I do agree with the uh, doesn't go in the canon. I, I kind of said it earlier. I felt like they were a little ahead of the curve in terms of heaviness because I think that there is a... A, a want to walk away from the pop, the pop sensibilities of new metal at this time for bands that were quote unquote trying to get serious. Yeah. And I, I think Kitty was in that group of bands that were like, no, we are this band and, and we're very serious about it rather than uh, another band that might be looking for another hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, the unfortunate timing of the September 11th attacks, obviously, and the release of this album a month later, I don't think a ton of people are in the headspace for it. Uh, which is, of course, you know, kind of their death knell for the record itself. It's okay. Uh, I think Jenny, thank you for saying what you said because it made me think of other death metal albums i've heard and they are definitely heavier uh it was them playing much more to that style which in comparison to other new metal is much heavier Mm -hmm. um but at the same time nothing on it really made me want to put into the canon but at the same time i would want to hear some of those songs again you know no name i think is is a really good song Mm -hmm. definitely there you have it oracle not in the canon but that's okay and that (laughs) does bring us to the end of our episode thank you so much for listening um if you're starting a band if you're in a band and you got cabs you got amps or maybe you need cabs and amps putney's your boy don't don't know which ones to buy but you're looking for the sound of metal tomorrow today yeah. do you want to boof it do you want to boof this you can boof the guitar tone with this thing that putney created are you talking cabs amps pedals all in your butt i'm talking about a body that has a butt <laughs> to boof the tone but also a body that has arms and fingers with which to play the guitar <sighs> thus creating the tone which you can then Boof. boof. It's a full circle, my friend. Wow. The circle of boof. The circle of boof. Circle of boof. Oh, boy. So that's what Elton John intended. Circle <laughs> of life. moment we land on this planet. It's uh, a circle of boof. And then boof. Simba just like goes right up Rafiki's butt. <laughs> and they're like, Elton. This is what the new Elton John movie is going to be about. Oh, (laughs) there's going to be like 20 minutes on him negotiating about Boof songs with Disney. Oh boy! It's like, why don't we let Tim Rice write the lyrics and you just write the music? Fine, but people would like Boofing better. (laughs) Mm. 
You he leaves con- every you song meeting. shoving the baby lion up someone's ass. I don't even care whose it is. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, Tim, just... But what if? Akuna Matata. The great what if. The great what if. <laughs> yeah. They were boofing the bugs instead of eating them. Yeah. All right. Oh, all right. All right. Well, tell us about boofing or not on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com with the header boofing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Or not, <laughs> which is what I need to see in the inbox. Uh, and of course, find every episode of Roach Coach at roachcoach.com. Until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank Thank you. you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.